0: Good morning. Hello to each and every one of you. Welcome into the Eric St. Joe podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures from right here. And my cobbled together a homemade studio made by people who now do not like me. That's okay. Well, let's break down fatness. Uh, Finally accepted the Facebook invitation to the uh, fraudulent fatties Facebook group. Um, so that, you know, misery loves company there. That's the idea, I guess, you know, Hey, we're all in this together. Let's, let's go out and, and, uh, uh fight the, uh, fight the weight gain or whatever it may be. Truth be told, I, I couldn't find the damn thing, um, for the longest time. And then I realized that I was looking at Facebook on my, uh, on my, uh, on my show fan page. So. That explained it. I went to my personal page, and there they are in all their glory. Uh, usual moments of, um, you know, a lot. What what we're dealing with there is people who are are going to go ahead and say, "Hey, uh, you can do it," or "Hey, this is what I did today that I worked out," or "This didn't work out." Tyler says, "I can't find it either." Were you invited? Uh, if, if not, what I recommend you do is, um, you can, uh, seek it out. I'm pretty sure. Let's see if I can find it here. Fraudulent fatty fugs. I'm guessing if you put, (laughs) put an actual bad word on there, they wouldn't like it very much at Facebook. Last thing we want to do. Um, so yeah, I don't know if you search for it, it might come up as just a private group. I'm not sure you actually need an invite to even see it on Facebook is what I'm understanding. Chris says, I did a search for fraudulent fatties and I found it. That's it right there. Go ahead and take care of that. And, um, maybe you can find it. Uh, here, Amanda I guess she was uh, not very happy with me because it had taken me so long to accept the invite. So she wrote fucking finally and then my name. Uh, Right out of the gate, Tim Kuyper writes, yeah, he had to wait until it was just the right amount of fat before he joined. Oh, my God. Is that how this is going to be here? Meanwhile, Linda, look at that good news. Down 10. And she says, "I'm into a lower ten range on the scale. That's gotta feel good. That ha- has got to feel uh, good." She says, "I started eating low carb back in July, so it's been slow, but hopefully it'll stay off." Now, this guy Eric C. Charbonneau, this dude's like super aggressive. I think he was uh, he was uh, had a conversation with Amanda too. He, uh, he says, it stays off as long as you don't go back to eating crappy food. And then he says, look at this. I've kept 120 pounds off the last five to six years eating keto carnivore. Never felt better, honestly. You got this. Okay. Well, uh, that, that appears to be working. I'm curious what your, uh, what your triglycerides are and your cholesterol. It's probably fine, but I'm just wondering. Ryan wants his uh, Apple Watch back because the phone, the fitness ring, he says he says it's the fit it's the phone fitness ring that's fucking him up. He says I can't close my rings. He he fell short on Wednesday. Well, just keep walking. Jesus Christ, you got 61 calories, you fat fuck until you hit your goal. You got 399 out of 460. Why wouldn't you keep going? You know what else is a problem here if you look at your graph on your day you're getting it all in one big swoop like that that's not the easiest thing to do that's a lot of walking you gotta uh, spread this out over the day and you'll have better luck mike says it's because your watch measures active heart rate too higher heart rate means more activity and therefore more calories burned I didn't know that. I had no idea that that was a thing. All right. So that's, that's not bad. Look at this. Nikki even posting a picture of like food choices. Yogurt looks like some, uh, I don't know. Vitamin water, an apple, a cheese stick, some strawberries, and a healthy sandwich. Holy crap. Rom showing pictures of Jack LaLanne. Brandis, who's... Brandis is probably the most athletic of everyone in the audience. Look at this shit. 15,000 steps. Then she goes to CrossFit and then roller derby practice. My God. That is a powerful human being right there. Uh, Amy. Who doesn't exactly qualify as a fraudulent fatty fug. She just, I mean, you can just see it. She's not. She just doesn't fit the, uh, fit the descriptor. She's not disgusting. Like we all are now. I don't understand this Eric guy here. He's like, uh, kind of attacking, but I guess that's okay. Because I think that that's what we, that's what we talked about is it's okay to tell somebody that they're a pile of shit. Is that, I don't know. What what, was, were there ground rules in this? Is that what we're supposed to do? Or are we just supposed to say, hey, good job? Are we supposed to do it constructively? I'm guessing you all would rather have it be constructive. I don't know. I mean, uh, Amanda actually enjoys it when I yell at her about her choices. Because Amanda, in my opinion, is the most suspect... And with Amanda, you'll get one day where she's like, oh, man, what a day. Oh, my God, I'm crushing it. And then the next day, she's like, got the blues. So I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, what? And even if she says, yeah, go ahead and beat the shit out of me. I don't know if I want to. If, you know, I'm, I'm just afraid of uh, how you might tolerate that. Because Eric writes, Amanda is truly delusional. All she does is eat processed garbage disguised as healthy. Yeah, I was a little suspect of, of that, too. I'd eat some real fucking food and cut out the garbage. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's his approach is a little off-putting. I lost 120 pounds eating steak, eggs, and copious amounts of butter. Do better. Yeah, look, dude. If you think for a second that that is a productive diet, you may have lost the weight, but you are not eating healthy. There is no fucking way that what you're eating, just because you're eating all protein, is you're probably in uh, what's, that, what's that state your body is in when, you're, when you only eat meat and no carbs. What is that called again? Keto. You're probably in that stage. And I don't know. I am not convinced that that is an appropriate way to lose weight. Because then Amanda says, Steak sounds really good. I should have a personal chef. Any recommendations? And then he writes, You always want to take the easy way out. Take 15 minutes out of your day and grill the steak. It's not hard. Don't be lazy. Oh no, you're going to fucking push her over the edge. Rich writes, while I do not agree with the attitude referring to Eric, uh, well, no, maybe he's referring to me. Well, I do not agree with the attitude, Eric does have a valid point about staying away or at a minimum cutting way back on the processed foods. Legit whole food should make up 85 to hundred percent of your diet. It's not cheap off the bat, but you'll feel full and satisfied faster and with less food than you normally would. And aim to drink an ounce of water for every pound you weigh. It will help keep you feeling full and out in many other ways. Just don't chug it, though, because that's what makes you have to pee every 10 minutes. So, amen to that. I think that if you, if you want to do this right, Amanda, because I think that uh, you are, are you and Kenny are our most uh, critical members of fraudulent fatty fugs who who need the most, um, you know, urging on, if you will. Yeah, I, I, I really don't want, because you showed a picture of, like, all the uh, snacks you have. And I don't know, Amanda. I'm not convinced that that's the way to go. All, you know, that's first of all, that is a fucking fortune. Right, right there, what you're showing me there. Um, I don't know, maybe like on a Sunday uh, meal prep and make like real food instead of uh, eating all these things that come in a box, I think it'll actually help you mentally because you're really involved in your um you're really you know involved in it and, and taking part actively as opposed to just ripping open a box. I'm not convinced that any of these products are anything more than just a way for you to burn your money. I'm a, I'm a little bit suspect of this. Now, I, I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert. I just think that if you... Um, I mean, Eric kind of says it in a little bit more of a fucked up way. But I think that if you were uh, more of an active participant in your, in what you're eating similar to what Nikki is doing here. It might help you, uh, uh, have this in your brain as you're, you're really actively involved, I guess. And it doesn't cost as far I don't think that, that eating, uh, well, actual food instead of this shit is as expensive as you all think. If you go ahead and, uh, make three recipes, let's say, you know, a balance, three balanced meals of chicken, um, with vegetables or in a side or something like that, that you actually create. Um, you can have three meals with leftovers for an entire week and you know, you live alone. And I think that that's a hell of a lot better than all the money you're spending on this shit. I mean, that's fine, I guess, while you get up to speed on it, but I really, it's not, it's not a quick fix. In order to uh, portion properly and, and build a menu, it requires research and time and effort. You know what I mean? I think that that is better. That, that will serve you better than, um, than, these, than these things. Amanda adds, Ugh, depression is real. Had my Pop-Tart and energy drink for breakfast. I'm allowing myself to watch a Twitch stream and then forcing myself to take a shower. Okay. All right. Uh, She says, Well, this weekend was hard. I gave in and bought a salad and pasta from BC. This is two days ago. From BC Pizza. However, I ate about a third of the salad and half the pasta over two days. Yeah, you're going to be rich with all the money you save. Um." And then uh, you're indicating that you joined a, uh, a program on an app. This is what I think you should do. If it were me. This is, uh, is keep it simple. Don't worry about the gym or apps or tracking. Uh, get rid of everything and start over. Go for a walk when you can. Walking. Uh, listen to the, your favorite podcast make real food by looking up things to make online, spending the time creating them and then, um, eat what you make and then go to bed and then wake up and do it for a second day. I think when you kind of, uh, get involved in all these things for me, now this might, it might work fine for you, but for me, I find myself, all right, now I'm, uh, now I'm uh, uh, a slave to this app. Oh, now now I got to check in over here, and oh no, now now I should be eating my snacks, and oh oh, uh, you know, I don't know. It just seems a little bit complex to me. But you'll get there, you know. Uh, Ryan looks like a couple of days ago closed his um his fitness ring. Look at that. Five hundred and forty-three out of four sixty. You crushed it. So what the fuck are you bitching about when you didn't do it yesterday, you dumb dick? Holy fuck, Ryan! God damn! Uh, Amanda says the point of the group is that everyone's journey is different, and we are here to support each other. But maybe once a week, and we need we need a little harsh reality. She says. Uh, She's going to add some rules. Brandis says, small, sustainable changes. It has to be an exchange in your life that you can sustain. Oh, you're so right on that. Oh, God, you couldn't be more correct. Tyler says he personally loves the smoothies. Easy and filling. Yeah, I can't agree more. Um, The fact that you're getting a power-packed concoction that tastes good... And it just buys me time. Mine are so simple. A little bit of ice, uh, milk or almond milk, the chia's, chia seeds, the collagen, uh, yogurt, and some berries or something like that, you know? And then, oh, God, Vitamix, 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 so fantastic. Um, all right. Amanda says, I don't like the outside. I have a treadmill. Um, You you do you. You know, it's just a suggestion. Um, Again, it's all about what can you tolerate? What can you maintain over the long haul? Do you see yourself every day walking miles upon miles on a treadmill? If that's what you prefer, then there you go. All right. Kenny says, who's kind of like Kenny right now is like on the Cal Ripken streak Um, here. My meal replacement shakes and my breakfast smoothies are a huge help for me. What are you down to? Didn't you, or I shouldn't say, what are you down to? How many are you down? It's got to be north of 30 by now. Uh, Nikki says, here's my problem. I just got home from work and I'm starving. I had yogurt and cereal, but now I'll sleep and those calories will just sit there. Yeah, I, you know, I don't, I don't have a solution for everybody off top of my head, but it's real simple, as you know. Get get moving more and eat and eat better. And it seems like you've got kind of a handle on it. Uh, Ken- Kenny says, I'm kind of stuck with not being able to walk very well lately. Oh, that's right. Okay. All right, folks. So that's what's going on with the fraudulent fat fugs. Still kind of a mystery as to how you get into that group. Um, Chris says you have, wait a minute. You have the knowledge. You have all the knowledge from the bariatric stuff. Amanda, go back to those basics. Kent says, I had 23,000 steps and 11 miles yesterday. Uh, about that spreadsheet Amanda I don't know how to do it I honestly don't so I'll just talk to you uh off the podcast about how I do it I I, I can't lo- I can't do it all right so go to the page and request to be added thanks to everybody good luck keep at it Your old pal, EZ, got on the scale today, and I was excited to do it. At my uh, peak last Tuesday or Wednesday, I was at 186.4. That was a horrible, horrible feeling. As of this morning, though, 183.4, which seems appropriate, I guess. Um, I've had no binges or anything ridiculous like that, but I haven't been, um, like, uh, you know, withholding from myself. I had a fucking sub sandwich last night at nine 30. Diana got back from, uh, she went out to eat and it was half of one, but I was, I had just gotten back from my, uh, from my walk and I go, Hey, uh, you getting, I'm hungry. Can I have that? She goes, yeah. I go now is this, fucking the best thing in the world no but it's got protein in it it's got carbs in it and uh i have not overeaten during the day so go for it what the hell all right so hopefully uh by next week at this time i'll be south of 180 180 Tonight is the night for the Detroit Lions. Not going to lie to you. If they win tonight, it's going to be a fantastic Friday tomorrow. Well, they're always fantastic, but it'll be extra fantastic. If they lose, I'll be like, eh, no big deal uh expectations low so that the disappointment doesn't fade i don't know if i can say my expectations are low though because i picked them to be 16 and 1 this year and everybody thinks i'm an idiot i said 16 and 1 and win the super bowl now i wasn't really kidding but deep down that's probably not going to happen but man if they win tonight holy shit god damn on national TV, Thursday night football, first game of the year, NBC. Oh. Uh, Also, tomorrow, now I don't want to see, if I see any of you uh, fraudulent fatty fugs at Bosco's Pub tomorrow, uh, you better be eating just lettuce. There are not too many diet food choices at Bosco's Pub. I will be there tomorrow. And what's difficult for me is I oftentimes eat while I'm working. So if you order onion rings, you have to pay the onion ring tax. And uh, I'm taxing people with every order. Uh, A couple of your fries that you purchased are mine. A couple of your onion rings are mine. And uh, it's like a constant input of calories. Whole slices of cheese, uh, a chicken finger here and there. I have got to not do that. But the only thing that I can eat that doesn't have really a, a caloric impact are pickles. Damn, those pickles are good. They come in the cup, they're sliced, and you just throw them all in your mouth at once. And That's not bad. It occupies space in my stomach. So tomorrow I will be, well, as you know, America's greatest fry cook will be making the greatest fries that have ever been made at Bosco's pub tomorrow. And it's been slow all week there. I don't know if it's because uh, post Labor Day letdown or whatever, but I was talking with Doug and he said it's, they're getting ready to board up the place because it's so dead. So holy shit, get out there, bring your friends, bring a date. Uh, get a beer, play some trivia against me. When the rush is over, I play trivia there. They have a, uh, I forget what it's called, but you, you have a, you download the app and then the questions show up on your phone and on the screen. And then it keeps score. And you can only play if you're in the club, in the club, in the bar. Bosco's pub tomorrow. Uh, Maureen says, the salt will kill you on the pickles. Oh, that's true. Oh, Don't take my pickles away. Amanda says, I'll go. I want a hamburger with lettuce instead of bun. There you go. Ryan says, you got to cut that shit out, you stupid fat fuck. Stop that bullshit. That's true. Tyler says, I think 90% of Lions fans are idiots. It's ridiculous. Uh, Nikki says, I had an awesome dinner and then screwed myself by getting not one, but two Dunkin' drinks from the vending machine. <laughs> oh, no. That's 540 calories right there. I'm such a fraud. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to. Yeah, that's probably the most fraudulent thing of anyone in that whole group. You should. Wow, that's fucked up. Thank you, caught up in the web. Yeah, that's definitely fraudulent. Did you even think of us? It as to how, but thank you for admitting it. You big pile of garbage. Oh man. Quit being so weak," Tyler says. "How are the knees feeling? They're there. Um, being that I just walk, it it's manageable. It seems to be slowly um, being less of a problem. Uh, I'm cautiously optimistic that over time, uh, it'll they'll they'll heal. I guess so I can try running again." Um, but I think this is a, a long time. I have a uh, appointment with an orthopedic doctor. Maureen says to Nikki, that is the definition of fraud, Nikki. LOL. Do better today. Ryan says, I have a stupid lunch meeting today at an all you can eat Chinese buffet. We're going to try really, we're going to try really hard here to be careful with the plate size nibbles. Oh my God. Jesus. All right. Some of you are watching the show on Facebook. X, YouTube, it's time for you to go. Uh, the full show is on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. I would appreciate if you would follow me there. Just go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live or click or download the Twitch app and then search Eric Zane Live and then just follow. That's all you have to do. Okay. Uh, Thank you so much. I also have a Patreon where I do more uh, podcasting. Yesterday was a uh, fraudulent Wednesday. We did an outrageously fun edition of uh, Who Are These Free Beers where we broke down our heroes' improv skills. Oh, Oh, no. And uh, and whatnot. And then we did the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast where Big Ben has an unbelievably awesome announcement to share with the audience. Now, you can get those two shows for free. On my Patreon. Just go to Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Or go to BigFraudZane.com and it'll take you right to Patreon. Thank you, Patrick. And uh, then you can just sign up for seven days free. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. You do have to put in a payment form there, but you can cancel it before the seven days are up. And you still get the seven days. Uh, But hopefully you like it enough to want to stick around. Free Patreon, seven days. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane to check out Who Are These Free Beers? And um, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast from just yesterday. Uh, The audio podcast of my show is available wherever you download shows. When it finishes, I make it available to folks. And there you go. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair. Uh, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV Twitter brought to you by blue frost. I T open and live stream. Thank you to Frank fuss, my policy shop insurance. Okay. If you are self-employed or between jobs, you need coverage. All right. You need health insurance. Don't just throw your hands in the air and say, well, I, Hey, I can't, I can't do it. I can't afford the Cobra. No. Uh, You need to reach out to Frank and he will help you navigate healthcare.gov and get you insured with a quality healthcare plan that will not break the bank. And he will tell you exactly how you do that. And all of his expertise as a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker is yours for free. This is one of my favorite things to discuss. It's a little known um, uh, secret that Frank doesn't get paid by you. He gets paid by insurance companies that want their products presented to people like you. On healthcare.gov, there are dozens of different plans that you can try. Dare I say hundreds. Uh, You just go with the one that's right for you. Frank helps you pick that out and he takes care of everything. Hi, Paul. My beloved brother Paul, there he is. P a r w o g two six two parwog two six two. That is Paul. Anyway, um, so reach out to Frank, and um, he can help you with healthcare.gov. He can also help uh, help you with <clears throat> if you are getting ready to retire and you have Medicare needs in your future. Uh, that is not the easiest thing to figure out. Retiring Medicare, Social Security. Frank can help you with all of that. Doesn't cost you a dime. Okay. Paul, you got here at just the right time because you're probably getting ready to retire. All my brothers are super old. You know? Uh reach out to Frank today. My there's his logo. My Policy Shop Insurance. License independent insurance agent slash broker. If you go to mypolicyshop.com. All of his info is there. And when you reach out to him, mention me. That's very, very important. Mention your old pal EZ. Uh, Thank you also to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. If you're in the market for a mortgage anywhere in the United States, there's only one person you need to contact. This guy. Mario and his team from the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Now, throughout the United States, voted number one by his peers. 231-332-6505. 231-332-6505. You can uh, take your needs to anybody in the mortgage industry, but I'm recommending you go to Mario for the best service that you can possibly imagine with the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. All right. Uh, Dave Portnoy is a uh, fantastic troll. The guy who came up with Barstool Sports and made that uh, a content creator and turned it into a juggernaut and then he sold it for a ton of money and then he bought it back, and then he sold it, and then he bought it for a dollar, and it's just remarkable. I I find this guy funny, but he's one of the biggest assholes on the planet. Okay? And remember earlier in the week, I was talking to you about how he was doing a um, one-bite pizza review, which was his thing for the longest time. Paul writes, love your John Lennon pick in the background. Well, yeah. Are you kidding me? Thank you. That's an iconic picture. Portnoy takes a bite out of a pizza and then he reviews it. He didn't like dragon pizza in Boston. And the owner came out and was pissed off. Audio check, video check. There's more to the story now. This is when Dave is talking to a dude out on the street and the owner is coming out right now cuz Dave has given Dragon Pizza a less than favorable score. Uh here we go. You. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, yes. Enjoy your pizza as any
1: customer, but I don't appreciate what you do coming in and judging a business with one bite. Well, well we do
0: more. Is this your spot? This is my spot. Oh, wow. I hope you enjoy your pizza, but I don't appreciate what you do to small businesses. Well I help. The good Okay. That right there. For this guy to come out with be all butthurt, it's gotta work out because there's there's like a an epilogue to the story. But I, I'm almost of the opinion that if he came out and rolled with it, he would have gotten, he would have done even better for himself. But he comes out all butt hurt. Uh, well, we
1: do more. Is this your spot? This is my spot. Oh, wow. I hope you enjoy your pizza, but I don't appreciate what
0: you do to small businesses. Well, I help. The good news is I can see a it that terrible way. Terrible school. <laughs> that guy. Hold <laughs> oh, the air. Can I ask you? Yeah. What was his problem? Like, i am actually helped so many small businesses. This bit, now I can say peacefully, this pizza's trash. I did say I used to work here. Dragon
1: pizza, dragon pizza's so good. Try it. Try it, tell me it's good. I've tried it before, it's good. And they have really good gelato and stuff. I'll try it, I just, gelato, fair. I'm it's like, fair what are store. your biggest
0: fans? Okay, so this chick loves him. The, uh, the the first chick is like, No, why why are you trashing? And she actually gets pissed off at, at Dave. This chick's in love with him. I think she wants to take her clothes off. I'm kidding you. I almost just shit when I saw you. Honest score here. Honest score. Not, we're literally at yeah. Jared. What do you think?
1: I thought it was bad. It was too parmy and floppy. It does parmy. Yeah. It is parmy.
0: Thank God That's I didn't guys. say it was good. I'm I actually gave this, no joke I try to give everybody good scores I gave this place like Maybe the worst score I've given in a long time And then the aura came out was an asshole So I like it actually don't like worked
2: floppy. out I, I, don't like floppy, I don't like floppy, I don't like floppy
0: Okay, now the guy's coming back Let
1: me be a little clearer Move on, don't stand in front of my business Let me be clear, fuck you. Let me be clear
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me be clear, fuck you is my favorite
1: Clear. Fuck get you. the fuck out of, fuck of my you. business Fuck you a public street you motherfucker, motherfucker. Yeah, but this is my business. street this ain't, this ain't your business, business. Yeah but this is my business
0: He's right across the street Go get him what are you going to tattle gonna me off For Standing on public being a public street a Your shirt's six sizes too small that. By, so, <laughs> so. By the way I always My shirts are always that tight too So ever since I saw this video I'm like god damn it i don't dave would make fun of me so i i, I have to wear bigger shirts See
1: clear fuck get you. the fuck out of, fuck front of my you. business fuck you I a public the street you motherfucker it's, yeah, it's the a public, public street business. You this ain't you. your business. Yeah, but this is my business. Dude, yeah, fuck, stay you. Here. Fuck, the fuck you!
0: fucking you! He's right across the street. Go get him. What are you gonna tattle go me off you. for? Standing on the public street? He's being a
1: fucking. Bitch. Your, t- your shirt's six sizes too small, fatso. Just go fuck yourself and the you whole go. fucking platform. You're on. oh, you don't like the platform? You're a joke to me, dude. You know what? You're Take making your a joke. Take your fucking show and your fucking game and go somewhere else. Mom, blah blah blah. By the way, way. I raised right.
0: fifty million dollars for small business. You're you. all talk, dude. Fifty million? Was that all talk? Yeah, kind of like. New York Times article. Here we down. go. Here I we think he was accused of doing something terrible, uh, uh, some heavy duty uh, accusations. I don't really know what the fuck happened with it, but here you go, terrible sexual harassment type of uh, accusations. A shirt six sizes too small. I don't care. I lose somewhere. You're a fucking chill. You, oh, you work hard? Yeah, maybe. Such an asshole. All right, that's enough. Um, the reason why I bring this up again, uh, the guy who owns that place, that dude there with the shirt, six sizes too small, his pizza sales are through the roof after Dave said it was the worst pizza place in America. This guy is kicking ass now. Sales have gone through the roof at, uh, at the place where Dave branded the pizza the worst in the United States following a now viral feud with the owner of the eatery. Somerville's Dragon Pizza said in a post on its Instagram account on Tuesday that it was completely sold out. They had no more ingredients to make pizza. They needed to close its doors for the day. We are completely sold out and need a day to prep for the rest of the week. Thank you to our amazing staff and supporters. Couldn't do it without y'all. The post read. So it worked out. I can't. I mean, I was like, I, I wouldn't have handled it the way that that guy did. But I think that people in that area did respond favorably. A day earlier, Dragon Pizza posted to the social media account that it was sold out. Uh, this comes after Portnoy got into the on-camera spat with the Dragon pizza owner Charlie Red. Um, yeah, so I guess it's fine. in the apt in the aftermath, Red told boston.com he had gotten death threats from people. You see, God damn it, why? Because he told Dave to fuck off. It's kind of new terrain for me. It's mental, Red told the news outlet, but I don't want to give him credit for complicating my life. We're running our pizza shop and everyone is happy. I'm receiving death threats. I've received threats at my home. I'm receiving tons of all sorts of different attacks in many ways. Uh, Still, Red said we're going to go back to making pizza and making people happy. Reps for Barstool Sports, Portnoy, and Red did not immediately respond to requests for comments from insider on, uh, on Tuesday. Yeah, whatever. It all worked out, I guess, huh? Uh, Tyler says the owner probably has a rich cousin who f- bought a fuck ton of pizzas because he felt bad for him. Amanda says something that I was thinking about in the back of my head. I bet it was a bit. I bet it was all staged. N- that is not beyond the realm of possibilities. The acting chops on the guy when he first came out and said, Hey Dave, it just seemed a little, uh, it seemed staged. I don't think it was a bit, the swearing was too authentic. Maybe, maybe not. Corey says the owner did more damage than Dave ever could. well, that maybe that was the point before I, um, I told you the part that this guy is fucking selling all of his pizza. Mitch says we're all sold out. We only ordered one bag of cheese and pepperoni. I'm not going to tell people how to handle shit, but for me, it always works better when you, when you do the old judo maneuver, um, like when Carl first obliterated me on who are these podcasts, I handled that like the professional that I am. As he was going, charging like a bull to beat me up. I stood to the side and let him run by. And now we're pals. And now I'm appearing with him on the live show in Detroit. In, uh, in one week, I'm hosting with Carl and Christian for who are these broadcasters. I've gotten far more mileage out of the relationship from smiling and rolling with it. than being an asshole. Kyle says professional. So you threaten to kick his ass in the street? No, no, come on now. Uh, Ryan says, I'm kind of curious what this Parmesan pizza tastes like. I imagine that's why business is up. Never heard someone complain about too much Parmesan cheese. Um, If I were in the area of Somerville, Massachusetts, I would absolutely go. I like both of those guys. I would try to arrange a summit between them. I don't mind what Dave does. So he didn't like the fucking pizza. He tried one pizza. They probably have several other pizzas that are fine or that he might like. That's what I that's how I would approach it. Uh Kyle says, but think about content. If you and Carl fought, you could join Stuttering John and Zumok. No, I, I would not like that. I would not like that at all. The uh People that those people like John and Zumach attracted are, are, I don't know, they, it's not, those shows aren't populated because those are good shows. They're populated because the people that pay attention like to troll them. And my, uh, the sensitive flower that I am would not do well with that. Aram, tries a line of bullshit with that's because Eric kind of requested the review from Carl. That is not true. And, but no one believes me. You asshole. I did not request the review. I wasn't the one. I kind of put the spotlight on me, but only in a, uh, I reached out and said, Fuck, look at Tyler agrees with Aaron. That's bullshit. I reached out to Carl and I said, hey, buddy, how are you? I love your show. And then someone else, a guy named um, Garrett, who listens to me. I don't even know if he still listens to me. He's the one. He took what I said as, hey, now I'm going to reach out to Carl. You tried to hit him up before he hated you. That's exactly right. Kenny has it. That's what I tried. And you assholes won't accept that. You're constantly fucking with me. Jesus. I accept the fraud, Eric. I accept the fraud, says Ryan. There's nothing fraudulent about it. Go close your rings, you fuck. It's not the same thing, Kenny, you asshole. All right, I'm getting pissed off now. Motherfuck. Trucker Dan says, but what time did you message Carl? We had an appearance from Trucker Dan on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast yesterday, trucking across America. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been way too long since we broke down uh, a fight amongst black people. And uh, this one happened uh, at a legendary McDonald's um, here in Grand Rapids. You go to the McDonald's on, uh, Leonard and Fuller. And, uh, anything goes at this place. By the way, Kevin writes, uh-oh, Tubbs is getting mad. Fuck. Uh, the last black people fight was Montgomery Brawl. Uh... Be hard to a uh, top Montgomery brawl. But the McScuffle at the McDonald's uh, does have uh, some serious play in it. This one is fantastic because it started. Okay. Like in the McDonald's. Like the Employees. Started to fight. And then it spilled out into the streets. Uh, uh, I should say into the parking lot. With employees. And I think some people were were non-employees. Pay special attention here to one particular person. Some young lady who looks to be very powerful. Uh, takes her shirt off. And she's she doesn't really fight. She just rips her shirt off. And just starts screaming. And I think that she was like the referee of the bunch. Okay, you see this lady here? She works at McDonald's. She ripped off her shirt. There's her shirt laying right there. And look at the pot. She looks incredibly strong. A, she looks like a young Oprah Winfrey so young oprah is screaming at this pile this guy has like a fucking uh uh jihadist head bandana on okay old guy here old black guy you know he's thinking to himself what a bunch of fools. He, he reminds me of like denzel in the equalizer he's just so equalizers walking through while Young Oprah continues to ref, now, there's a lot of really powerful people and a lot of not so powerful people in this brawl. So jihadist is trying to break it up. They go down. We have two separate scuffles going on. Uh, young Oprah continues to just scream with her tits hanging out. Okay, this lady, you can tell she's in charge of the McDonald's. That's because she's white. She's on the phone with like cops trying to get somebody to, to come, I guess. Okay. That dude here, this guy's a, he I think this might be a customer. Uh jihadist is now off, white guy, and and this black dude is like, all right, I've had enough. This lady right here. Uh, surely from what's happening, look at the power. Okay. Some serious power there. It looks like she's, um, in a stance that like Lawrence Taylor would take before he goes, uh, rushing the quarterback for a big sack. All right. That's the guy who's making the video. He said that, but here she is again, this lady right here. Uh, Shirley from what's happening and then this chick right here in the all black she's much smaller than Shirley but she wants she's more mobile she wants to get a piece of Shirley from what's happening <laughs> you think you think it's breaking up you think it's look at it. they're starting up again Okay, now, you notice there's a bunch of people that they want their food. They're trying to get into the parking lot. Uh. Look at little kids just watching all this. Oh, yeah, this is my life. This is great. <laughs> people are now honking. This chick, this chick, is, uh, young Oprah is putting her shirt back on. She's like, all right, this is over. a minute I take it back she was putting her pants on her pants were off did you see that chick says get the fuck out of the way somehow young Oprah got her pants removed oh my god what the fuck so that's that's how that went wow that was uh that was pretty good That's a pretty good fight right there. Hmm. Corey says, didn't want to mess up her uniform. This is why Kenny breaks it down with, this is why kids act like dicks and act up at school. Their parents show them how to do it. I don't know kind of a a broad generalization I saw my dad get in many fights well it kind of makes sense because I acted like a dick in school so maybe I do see your point Uh, Ryan says why don't these McDonald's workers ever realize the power they have with the fry oil yeah that's true if you just whipped some of the fry oil at somebody that's that's really going to end the fight what what? Uh, but what fun would that be? Best part is the people trying to drive through. They don't give a fuck. They see this shit every day in that neighborhood. Tyler says, I like to imagine one of them poking their head out and asking, can I get a Big Mac? Uh, my brother Paul indicates the uh, classic matchup of when my mom's brother beat my dad's ass. After uh, her other brother died, he's pissed off risings. Uh, my mom's uh, maiden name, her family, she had uh, two brothers and a sister, and one of them died in the early 1970s. I was four. It was one of the earliest memories I have as a child. I remember three specific things from this moment in time. I actually can see it right now. I remember waking up because my brother Jim, we slept in the same room. He was upset because my dad had just broke the news to him that my uncle had died in a car wreck. So he was crying. I was like, what the fuck? That's where that memory ends. The next memory is Paul, the guy right here. who was sitting in the living room with his eyes closed, praying. Very, very upset. He was probably 14 years old. And then the next thing I remember was days later. (laughs) We buried Uncle Bingo. And Uncle Bingo's wife apparently was up to no good with some other guy. So (laughs) my uncle... Uh, this is post funeral at the house. Everybody's drinking. And, uh, my uncle Peter goes, yeah, well, bingo's wife was a whore. (laughs) And my dad goes, Hey, Hey Pete, not in the house. There's kids everywhere. And he goes, fuck you. I can say what I want. And he goes, Pete, you do that again and you're out or some shit. So Uncle Peter I remember seeing it seeing the actual punch be thrown and hitting my dad's eye Ah! Pff, pff, right in the eye and he went down like a ton of bricks and Uncle Peter left. It was one fucking punch and I'm like what the fuck is going on here and it was like oh Pete. My aunt Bonnie's flipping out. My mom's freaking out. It's fucking crazy. Holy shit. So he leaves. And uh, my dad had no business picking that fight because he was a son of a bitch. My uncle. There is not a fight that he would ever back. Well, my dad never backed down from a fight either, but he was very much outmatched in this one. Um. The next memory I have, so maybe four memories, was actually the next day. And him, I remember looking in the mirror in the little bathroom, like slowly finessing the area around his eye, which was black, and like going, fuck me. Holy shit. I just got my ass kicked. I got punched right in the face. It was kind of a sucker punch, but my Uncle Peter never followed any rules. That guy was a, he can give a shit about anything. Tyler says there was a guy with a whore wife and bingo was his name. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Growing up, I guess I don't have a lot of great memories. That was a, that was a rough one. Um, all right. Corey, what are you doing? Here we are doing our thing, having a good time. Everybody's uh, contributing. In fact, in your previous comment, you contributed nicely. And then out of the blue, you write, Speaking of huge whores, Logan Paul's fiance is suing Dylan Dennis for posting pictures of her with hundreds of guys. Shut the fuck up. This is not the Corey show. You have earned 10 hard minutes. Do your time and stay on course, asshole. You're a fucking idiot. Jesus. How hard is it? All right. I'm going to bring in Kyle from Dumpster Diver. See what's going on in his world. <sighs> My God, what a day. Looking forward to the weekend. I I can't wait for that Lions game, I tell you what. Uh, at least I, I will be looking forward to it until like the first three minutes a game of the game, and then they're down twenty one nothing after that.
2: Eric fucking Zane, dude. Kyle, what's up? Oh, you're just chilling, dude.
0: Yeah, you uh, already at
2: work? Oh, yeah, baby. Just slaving.
0: What what do you mean? You got big big plans throughout the day here? What's what's going on?
2: I mean, I guess it's, uh, I mean, no, but like, yes. (laughs) You know, just, I, I wouldn't say big plans, but we're talking just doing the same shit I do every day, baby.
0: How stoked are you for tonight? Dude, I'm fired up, baby. It's like, I I got good feelings about it, dude. I
2: mean, we're going to win the fucking game, I feel like, dude.
0: I'm a little suspicious. No, don't be suspicious, dude.
2: Just go in there just with, like, blind confidence, baby. That's all we need.
0: All right. Someone is suggesting I should do a Zoom so we can all watch it together. You, Kyle, and Ben could do commentary.
2: Um, Oh, That's exactly what I wanted to fucking do like a couple years back, remember? (laughs) Yeah, I
0: know. I know. Um, Yeah, I I don't want to do that because if they... I just want to enjoy it, you know? I get so... I'm always doing shit on a microphone and a camera. And, and I gotta, I gotta turn it off. I can't, I can't, you know,
2: that makes fucking sense, dude.
0: Uh, I mean, I, I, I like talking to the folks, but I think that is, is I'm going to hunker down actually in front of the TV. I haven't watched TV in months practically. Yeah. So I'm just looking forward to that. You know.
2: Yeah, it's for me, I, for me, I feel like it's it's easy to do uh, a show like that though, only because I only just say all the shit that I'm saying normally, anyways. Because like when I'm watching a football game, I rarely stop talking, anyways. So uh, it just fucking works out. But yeah, I, I totally get what you mean, dude.
0: Um, the idea that um, now not everybody is into this. Like everybody watching me right now, it's not not everybody is excited the way we are excited. But to me Parkers. it's it's unbelievable because of all the other sports teams, I am not really interested in a one of them. Even the Red Wings, who, by extension, I work for them. And I don't give <laughs> I don't give a fuck right now. Because but and the Lion and because they, they've been shitty, but the Lions haven't really been setting the world on fire. They've been improved. And yet I am fucking so stoked for this. It's ridiculous.
2: Dude, I know what you mean. Because, yeah, it's like the NBA kind of sucks these days. You don't really think about the Pistons too much. And, yeah, I'm not, like, super into, like, baseball or hockey or too much. So, yeah, I'm right there with you, dude. This is, like, the big fucking – this is the big deal, baby.
0: If they won it all, okay, if the Lions win it all – I can't imagine what 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 even to do next. Would I even care if they ever won another football game ever again? I mean, it kind of takes a little bit of the mystique of them being the lovable loser lions away, you know. And I and Um, I yeah, I know, dude.
2: I, I seriously like um, and I never really thought about it a lot when I was a little kid. I did, but um. Like, you know, when I got old, I never really thought about what I would do if the Lions actually won the Super Bowl. And the answer, you're right, dude. It's scary, actually, because you don't fucking know. You're like, what am I like? What am I going to do? Because, like, all I've got up until this point is, like, let's try to win the Super Bowl. And we know we're not going to, but now we did. So what the fuck? I'm right there with you, dude. I thought about that recently.
0: So we'll see. We will see. But if they lose... I'm not quite ready to um, throw in the towel, but if they lose this game and then the next game, then off the bandwagon, fuck those guys. (laughs) Two games, huh? That's all it takes. Fuck you, you assholes. They have to start (laughs) out good. we're gonna be, we're gonna,
2: we're gonna stroke them tonight, dude. We're all the lions, dudes. Dan Campbell's gonna be out in the fifty-yard line, just stroking it, dude. And we're just <laughs> gonna beat them, probably by like twenty. But I'm gonna say by twenty-one points, just for no reason.
0: All right, I got you down, Kyle. Lions, twenty-one. I uh, was talking oh, yeah. to another friend who said lions by three. Um, I am gonna have, I predict the lions. We'll lose by 45.
2: (laughs) By 45. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) I'm feeling good. I feel like, I feel like everybody out there that like is giving the Lions a shot. Like, oh yeah, Lions will only win by like a little bit, but I'm going to go. I'm just, I'm going to buck the trend, dude. I'm thinking we're going to win by a lot, baby.
0: There's no fucking way they're going to win that game. Dude, they're going no,
2: to have fucking, we didn't even like, we didn't like play like the starters really in the, the preseason. We, yeah. fucking, we kept, we kept everybody a mystery, dude. We're going to go out there and just be stroking it. Dude.
0: No, no. You, by the way, you keep saying that going out there and stroking it. You said Dan Campbell's <laughs> yeah. going to go on the 50 yard line and stroke it. What the I'm talking I'm. I, it's metaphors, baby. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, okay. Anything uh, ridiculous happened to you during the week? in uh in your trade anybody any uh interactions with customers in the dumpster industry that are ridiculous what's going on in your world
2: you know i will say actually we have uh we have had a couple of wild freaking uh, customers lately at this unnamed company um fucking uh get this right so okay you you get this um because you know Just everybody does, I guess. But fucking old people, right? So fucking old people will call and just, they're just wild out there, dude. They're just like, listen, I'm going to make the fucking rules, young buck. And if you don't like it, then fuck off. And I'm like, no, you fuck off, dude. But anyway, so here's what happened, right? This dude calls and, you know, no names or whatever. So this dude called and he was like, yeah, I'm getting a dumpster for, you know, blah, 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 like my niece or some junk like that and he's like um he's he's I can get that he's like i want to rent it for a week and then he didn't use it for a week he used it for like one day and he was like i need another one and i'm like explaining to him we'll give you a credit like for the unused time blah 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 get the new rental out there anyways on that on the first rental he was like drop it off like before this time so we do but there's a car in the driveway because i guess it's niece is sleeping or works thirds or something like that yeah so we had to like leave leave and come back which there's a charge associated with that because you know it costs money and it takes time so anyways then he was like basically telling me on this he's like yeah you just give me give me a credit for that and then we'll get the second one and i'm like well no that's you know that's not really how it works you know i was explaining it to him he's like yeah yeah, just give me that credit and and we'll be good (laughs) and i'm like well i'm not going to do that anyway so we get to like, the, he calls me back like another day and he was like, yeah, I noticed that you didn't give me that credit. And, oh. and I was like, yeah, uh, you know, I never said I was gonna, you said I was gonna, but I didn't say I was gonna, you know what I mean? Right. And this guy, he went, he went old person nuts on me, dude. He was like, well, I guess you guys just don't want to you know, ha- have happy customers. And I'm like, well, I mean, we do have happy customers, you know what I mean? They're right. Just, anyways. So, so what, I a,
0: if, if I understand this correctly, he had uh, it in his possession for multiple days and only wanted to uh, pay you for the days that he was putting stuff into it
2: no 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 so yes and no but no. no. so we did pick it up earlier so um, we, I mean, we do, we'll do that for people right like if if you, if you if you wanted to rent one for a week and then you're like because you think you're going to use it the whole week and then you don't use it the whole week but you also need another one that will like give you credit you know what I mean like okay you didn't know oh, okay four days for example so we'll put that under the next rental so that you gotcha. save money because we're cool like that baby well anyways yeah this guy was like not into it and he was just like yeah give me more money off and i'm like nah dude like we're gonna why would we do that you know and then yeah he was just old guy yelling at me dude and i was like all right well i'll catch you later dude
0: ah uh, fuck isn't that something yeah you're right It well how old are we talking here we talking 70s Oh fuck! I don't. I don't even know. I never even saw the guy. I would say
2: based off. Of, we'll probably talk him later. Seventies. By the way,
0: uh, you you said uh, yeah, fucking old guys, and uh, right when you said that, my brother Paul said fuck you, and but he wrote it right after. Linda said, "I wish the football game was in Detroit," so it shows up as her saying that, and then him saying "fuck you." So it's like he's saying fuck you to her as opposed to you. <laughs> so then he has to follow it up with, not you, Linda. It was the old guy reference. So he's having a conversation with you, not considering that he people might think he's telling other people to go fuck themselves. <laughs> what an idiot. This is classic.
2: Okay, so let me, let me clarify. Let me fucking say this. So when I make fun of old guys or old people, I'm not making fun of like the, like their actual physical oldness, I'm talking about the mindset. Yeah, you know what no, I mean. It's,
0: like, it, you're right. You're right. <laughs>
2: um, so yeah, you can be an old guy, but also be fucking chill. No, like it's I'm gonna, true. When I'm like 80, I'm gonna be so fucking chill,
0: dude. Uh, it's like dealing with a toddler. I would rather deal with the mentality of a five-year-old than someone who is so out to pasture. Oh my <laughs> god! You know why? It's because five-year-olds can't control themselves in what they say because they're five-year-olds but really old people they just don't care so they're right. making a conscious decision to say something really fucked up and then you just have to kind of look at them and pick up the pieces and go like you know you you, you leave me yeah i'm in such a horrible position oh my god it's the worst <laughs>
2: Old people, baby. Speaking of old people, let me ask you this, here, Xane. Do you or have you ever golfed?
0: I have golf. I have golfed. And are you like I, a like a like a? I
2: like to do it, or like I just do it from time to time when people ask me.
0: Um, I do it from time to time, but re, uh, reluctantly because I hate it so much. Oh, you hate it, huh? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's it's a horrible game. It's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's so
2: I'm like, I've gone, I went like, you know, I, actually I counted, I think I went like six times in my younger 20s, um, but then like recently I'm trying to like get into it, like I'm trying to like learn it because I don't fucking know anything about it, and um, I'm kind of addicted now like a little bit. You oh, know
0: really? I mean? Okay. The only good thing about golf is the getting drunk. That's the best <laughs> part about golf, and I was usually drunk by the second or third hole, and then I'm I'm really drunk midway through and I wanna go home and go to bed. So I just leave the fucking clubs on the course and just go home. It's fucking shitty.
2: <laughs> okay, so I see what you're saying. So so you okay, what you don't so you you don't not like golf. You just don't like that you can't fucking booze with the big boys. Is that what you're saying?
0: Uh yes and no. I just <laughs> I just it's it's uh it okay. And it's a different type of tired. Okay, when you when you do when you do a real sport, all right, it just it wears you out because your heart and your lungs are going. But in golf, I'm just fucking bored and want to go to sleep. You know, it's just a drag. Yeah,
2: Yeah. no, I'm I'm with you, and I so here you know me fucking you know I'm pretty chill so i i'm so i'm enjoying it at the moment because i don't i'm not taking myself very seriously um but i'm telling you like that high you get when you just fucking because like every once in a while i'll just smoke a beaut you know what i mean like like most of the shots are like either pretty shitty or like approaching average but like every once in a while i'll just fucking crank one dude i'm like fuck yes dude i'm the best golfer this this (laughs) course has ever fucking seen dude so i'm getting into it for like that reason
0: yeah i i i get that i get that it's just such a difficult game though it's a very it's the hardest thing on the planet to do i think if someone said to me can you you have your choice either uh have a great golf round or uh do brain surgery on a dog um what would what would you be able to do i I have a better chance of brain surgery on a dog i think than fucking being good at golf (laughs)
2: well yeah, that's right I'm, um yeah, yeah no, i'm just i, I just figured i'd ask because like i'm just like for some reason it's like infected my brain and i'm just i just keep thinking about golf all the time
0: right so right it's
2: just, like a top a topic i keep asking people about
0: Yep, yep <laughs> yep um all right what what else are you doing this weekend is there it's just relaxing with the kids what's that or with the kid and the wife what's uh what's happening with you
2: oh yeah so the kids yes, are yes, Zane um sort of a kind of Splash occurrence or it just kind of came out of nowhere real fast i guess i'm going to the fucking state game the football game this weekend um and uh good i think it's in east lansing at least i hope it's in east lansing well
0: yeah
2: uh, because i don't know who the fuck they're playing but yeah i guess i'm going to a state game on on saturday i guess so that'll be cool Uh, me and my buddy clef going or he's the one i did the champion show with yes yes i should bring i should bring some fucking i'm gonna bring a laptop and just fucking do it no
0: i'm just oh my god Um, Let's see here. They opened up September 1st with Central Michigan. They host the Richmond Spiders.
2: The Richmond Spiders. Yeah, we'll fuck them up.
0: Yeah, I uh, I remember them from the NCAA tournament in basketball, but I didn't even know they had a football team. I think, like, Muskegon could beat Richmond. (laughs) Holy shit. So that should yeah,
2: be that, that, that should be a good
0: one if they That'll get cool. if, if they get uh, beaten oh my God because uh, a lot of people say that Michigan State sucks this year but uh, they should still be able to beat Richmond for God's sake
2: yeah any football team named something stupid like the spiders you know like come on also that, one thing I will say the fucking like the NFL they have pretty like pretty good names all around well you got the whole Washington thing going on but like mostly it's like pretty good names and then like if you if you play Madden um, and you try to like create your own team or like move your city or move your team to a new city you try to like come up with a name and they're all stupid and spiders is a stupid one so we're gonna <laughs> fuck them up
0: that's a great breakdown of the game based on the name of the team. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Everybody says the Spartans are going to suck. So that means they'll probably have a great year.
2: Yeah, really? Cause that's, I feel like that's, is that, I feel like that's generally how it goes. Cause when I lived in uh, Lansing for a couple of years there, that was when everybody was like, Oh yeah, they're going to be good. And they were like pretty average most of the fucking time. And it was, it gets wild out there, dude. People go wild out there for, for the Spartans.
0: I like the Spartans because the players commit crimes on the field Uh, (laughs) or off the field. Last year, the Michigan game, the one guy was just like he was running into the tunnel and he's just happy that Michigan won. And he's like, yeah, we did it guys. Teamwork. And then the Spartan players take off their helmets and start beating him with their helmets.
2: Yeah, that's right. I almost forgot about that. Oh, that that was
0: exceptional. And then they, and then they like, they like arrested these people and then they like, uh, charged them. It's like, no, no, you should pay them for that. That was great entertainment. They're bashing them with a helmet.
2: That's that is good
0: TV. Oh, it was great. I mean, and tell me that they didn't plan it, you know? I mean, they have these two teams that just did battle. Uh, um, and th- th- leaving in the same hallway, they're all mixed together. It was fucking great. It was like uh, a game of Thrones war, you know, I, I do know, dude. Excellent. Um, all right. Anything else on your mind you want to, uh, want to talk about Kyle?
2: Zane, absolutely fucking, really not actually. Cause I tell you what, the, I fucking was looking up headlines and shit, and basically like the only headline out there is that like I, there was some hurricane or or some shit like that that displaced flamingos to like Ohio and like the East Coast. And I'm like, nobody fucking cares, dude. Like, fucking, oh yeah, it's full. Like, why is that a news story, dude? Like, oh, there's some flamingos in Ohio. Like, yeah, yeah, maybe okay. it,
0: maybe it's a slow news story, you know?
2: It, it's, it's some it's slow sure, shit. And I actually story. started thinking about it, dude. I'm like, if there might be, like, a, like a, um, a relationship between, um, like, what's going on in the world and then, like, what kind of headlines I read on these, like, stupid... Yeah. Like, I just type in, like, hilarious news, like, because I'm trying to find good shit. So, like, if, if the the hilarious news goes down and, like, like the frequency that you can find good shit is down, then that means the fucking world's going to end, dude, I'm pretty sure.
0: <laughs> That's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Have fun at the Spartan game. Don't get killed or anything ridiculous like that. I probably shouldn't have said that and go lions tonight.
2: Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm
0: with you on on all those accounts. All right. I'll talk Uh, to you. I love you guys. Yep. Deuces. 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 Imagine if I said that regularly, other than to him, Kyle, an absolute legend. Uh, I need a break. I will take one now. I will be back. Don't go anywhere. Plenty more to talk about. All right. There you go. Hang on. Sorry that was long. I actually like laid down for a few minutes. I'm not even kidding. I said you know I'm a little I'm a little pooped. I think I need to recover a little bit. But I, uh, I did see a story that I actually read the article. It's about Rob Schneider. God damn it. What are people going to learn? Just let people live, leave them alone. Uh, this is surrounding people who are born one gender and then go on to become another gender. In this case, Dylan Mulvaney. I will say this Dylan is, dare I say, reasonably close to being a cute girl. I still see some dude like things in the face, but I think that it it's, has possibilities. And I've seen actual images where Dylan looks cute. All right. Now she has all the money in the world to do whatever she wants. So that, that helps. Uh, but somewhat cute. (laughs) Rob Schneider writes, if you believe there is such a thing as cultural appropriation, then certainly this gentleman is guilty of gender appropriation. Now, This is probably, this is a horrible thing to say to a person who's trying to become a woman. Especially for people. It's also painful for people who don't have all the money in the world, like Dylan Mulvaney, to hear something like that. And to me, what it all boils down to is. People who are changing their gender. Um. Because the world is the way it is. They have an extremely high risk of taking their own life. Because of the things that they have to go through when they do that. Could be being rejected by their own family. Um, Could be just treated terribly in the workplace. All because... They're wired a certain way, I guess. That makes it that they want to be a woman. Uh, I, I I simply take the word of those that are going through it, and I know several. I just met someone last week who's who's doing this has is becoming a woman, breast implants, everything. Um, one caveat to that story: I met this person last week. And, um, I also know, okay, this is complex. I know a person who used to be a dude. I know a person who's a female who actually, uh, had sex with the dude. When the dude was a dude at the time they had sex. And then time passes and the female person who had sex with the dude, uh, gets the impression that the person is struggling. So the person says, Hey, uh, I'm becoming a dude and I'm struggling. And the female says, yeah, are you going to, uh, uh, are you going to cut your dick off? And the male that's becoming a female uh, just laughs and says, yes. And then the female says, oh, my God, can I have it? Which is hilarious. Maureen says, I have a guess as to who this is. You don't know. you No, you don't. You may think you do, but you don't. It's, it's never, it's nothing to do with anyone ever on this show. I don't want to give you the idea to percolate some type of rumor or anything like that. You just don't know. i, I That's fun to uh, to uh, speculate, but I admit that, but you, you don't. Anyway, the reason why I bring it all up, um, people are just fucking so cruel to these people. Like I said to Madison and Ash, I go, Madison, you um, are in the clear. Gay people are reasonably accepted in this world. You, though, Ash, are not. You two together are public enemy number one and two. Be careful. People hate you because of this, which is so ridiculous to me. So Rob Schneider is taking the heat over this. Uh, if he's talking about, um, if you believe there is such a thing as cultural appropriation, then certainly this gentleman is guilty of guilty of gender appropriation. Oh no. And, uh, you know, what's interesting is when it comes to Dylan Bolvaney, no one on the planet knew who she was until, um, Bud Light sent a case of beer with her face on the can to commemorate 365 days living as a woman. And then she, um, posted a TikTok video saying, look what they gave me. Oh, this is so great. You know? And then kid rock, Travis Tritt, John rich spoke out against Bud light and has effectively ended the brand. I was um, surprised that they were that, um, successful at that, but, um, you have so many bigoted assholes in this world that, they went after Bud Light and have with great success. Um, and then Kid Rock seen drinking the Bud Light. Oh my God. That fucked everything up. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Bud Light then did not do anything to, um, they didn't, they didn't like stand their ground. They like cut ties with Dylan Mulvaney and she like fled the country. She's like in another country right now. Uh, Amid ongoing discussion about the partnership, a number of social media users have expressed anti-trans sentiment at a time when LGBTQ plus rights have become a hot button topic. Um, The anti-trans sentiment is real. If you listen to Jamingo's show, those three attack all the time. The whole misgendering thing, which is why I always say that I do the same thing back to uh, them and say that all three of them are dudes. Uh, Dylan Mulvaney is more a woman um, than Kate is, frankly. If you were to compare the two, I would say, well, Dylan, that's a female and that's a man. I put it right back on her. Dylan Mulvaney is a more attractive woman than Kate is because of her ugliness, her trans hate. Uh, if you go back and well, it's tough to go back and find the old episodes. I think you can listen to them on audio. Uh, they might be still there, but there is so much aggressiveness towards trans people, uh, on that, on that show, which is why it always surprises me. That Kate is still on it, considering that she is the wife of a very prominent politician in Stafford Township. Paul Creer is her husband, um, councilman in Stafford Township, New Jersey, which Jimingo thinks is doxing. <laughs> so, so stupid. Um. Anyway, I I that really bothers me how ugly they are about that. Brandis says, why can't people just mind their own fucking business? Good Lord. Yeah. Jamingo, Bob, and Kate don't like transgender people, it appears, by their attitudes towards them. To me, transgender people are the bravest people on the planet because they know full well the second that they announce that they're changing their gender. They are public enemy number one, and then they still go through with that. You know, it's fantastic amount of uh, uh, fortitude, if you will. So anyway, everybody's beating the shit up about Rob Schneider uh, doing that, who, by the way, looks so damn old now. God, that's that's horrible. Uh, So people are letting him have it. Captioning the red carpet image, that's what he said. The post has been viewed more than 14 million times. Been met with strong reaction from ex-users, a number of whom hit back. I love that you express your positivity and love for people by trying to influence an entire nation to bully a person who posts videos on TikTok, wrote one. Another one. Maybe people can finally live their best lives by staying in the closet for fear of bullying. Great job, dude. Now, that's what Jamingo and Kate and uh, Bob do, except it's such a small show, not that mine's any bigger, that no one really cares. Someone else pointed out that Rob Schneider made a whole movie uh, about being, I guess, dressed in drag or whatever, the film Hot Chick. Bro, you literally got paid to do this, commented comedian Stacey Kay alongside a poster in the 20, 2002 comedy, The Hot Chick, in which she was dressed as a woman. That's great. Um, one X user responded by sharing a still of Schneider dressed as a woman in the same movie, adding in the accompanying caption, this you... Another posted a photo of Schneider in drag when dressed up as Lindsay Lohan doing an appearance on Jay Leno's talk show back in 07. At the time, the Mean Girl star had been going through legal woes stemming from a DUI arrest. There's that. I think. What the fuck happened? I don't even know what the fuck I just did. Well, you get the idea. All right. Enough of that. Uh, Turning to another fantastic sponsor of this show. Thank you to my friends over at A&E, Heating and Cooling, Joe Martinez and the crew. Qualified to repair your AC. Qualified to repair your furnace. Not qualified to be the county health director. Some think that that means you're qualified to be the health director. You're not. You're an HVAC specialist. Not talking, well, Joe is, but so is the other guy, but he's not qualified to be the health director because he's an HVAC specialist. A and E, heating and cooling. A lot of similarities, actually, to Joe Martinez and Nate Kelly. Well, I guess only one. Nate can repair an AC and a heater. So can Joe. Uh, Joe's wife is not a janitor. So that's where the similarities end. 616-516-8579 for A and E heating and cooling. Thank you so much to Joe Martinez and the crew over there. If you need the AC service, which we're ending the cooling season right now, and you got to start planning for the heating season, you must get your furnace tuned up. Joe Martinez, A and E heating and cooling 79 bucks you can also have him install a Remy Halo into your furnace, your blower unit. It stays on all the time, and it um, it's cleaning the air. It's taking terrible, ugly particles that exist in your air that get circulated into your home and converts it to harm- harmless hydrogen peroxide, like the stuff that cleans out your scratch when your dog bites you. Uh, They can install that at A&E hidden and cooling. 616-516- 8579. Thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. 616- 532-6600. Get your cars fixed at Irvine's. Love it. ER Vines. That's ER Vines online. 616- 532-6600. Any scheduled maintenance or if you got a breakdown, have the car towed to Irvine's. They'll take care of everything. Locally, Family, veteran-owned. Wait a minute. Locally, lady, family, veteran. These are all things that the ownership is. Okay? Irvine, 616-532-6600, and they have the best coffee machine in the lobby. Hands down. Can do anything. Check them out if you are in, the, in Grand Rapids and you're along 44th Street. Three blocks east of 131 is the side street, Stafford. They're right on there. Go see them and mention my name. 616-532-6600. Finally, we got one more weekend of racing at Berlin. This is it. The last one. Uh, get your tickets by going to berlinraceway.com. That's berlinraceway.com. Tickets are 14 bucks a pop. Parking free. Drinks. Uh, you can bring in your own drinks, your own snacks, whatever you want. Just no alcohol and no glass. 15 and under. Free. What an adventure last weekend for racing at Berlin Raceway. Come hang out with me. I will be there. The queen of the forest will be there. Sarah Rukruk and maybe uh, her fantastic husband who has to pee every five minutes and uh, whoever else we can bring to Berlin Raceway online at BerlinRaceway.com. Thank you to Bleeding Heart Brian for sending me some stories. This chick is left fighting for her life. This story actually has a local angle to it. Because another uh, person locally did this exact same thing. Local radio star. You may have heard the story about a local 42-year-old radio star, Kelly Cheese on the world-famous Free Beer and Hot Wings show. She shared a story not long ago that she wasn't feeling that well. And this is true. I'm not even fucking around here with this story. That she accidentally uh, left a tampon in her body and she was experiencing some weird symptoms And, uh, she went to the doctor and thank God the physician discovered the problem and she made a full recovery, but she is fucking lucky because you can get what's known as toxic shock syndrome. And that's what happened to this chick. Kelsey Foster is literally fighting for her life. And uh, because she left it in for uh for the same thing, the same exact thing. Here she is. Uh, and there's a couple pictures of her. She's cute, cute. A little bit, a little strong on the eyebrows there, but whatever. A little bit too much makeup for your old pal easy and way too young. But uh, she actually heard the best photo is of her in like the critical care unit. That's the cutest one probably shouldn't have said that. Um okay, so this fucked her up. This chick is in bad shape. So, uh our hero Kelly Cheese could have could have had something terrible happen. She's very lucky. Um this chick left it in for 2 months, which I think Kelly did too. The story in the New York Post is ever since she was a teenager, she's been using tampons without any major issues and always thought they were safe and easy, and I think they are. But the mom of one uh, told the news.com.au that she really had no idea about the potential dangers that could, I guess she's okay, arise from using a tampon. Um, she had heard about toxic, sock, toxic shock syndrome. I said, sock. Okay, this chick, obviously not from the U.S., so now she's like on this information tour. She's saying, the main thing I want to get across is that talking about periods should not be shameful. Are, are they, uh, is that a thing? Are people shamed because they're discussing periods? That would be ridiculous. Um, she is raising awareness by sharing her story as she continues to battle an infection. There is a lot of shame and stigma around any menstrual talk, and it means that conditions like toxic shock syndrome are simply not discussed. Well, I, that, that would be ridiculous. So uh, I guess I'm helping out here. Uh, your body can shut down within 24 to 48 hours. It is no joke. We need to remove the shame of talking about periods and tampons. Well, I know around here there is a no shame zone when it comes to th- Uh, these types of things. This is, uh, this is a real deal. Uh, toxic shock is real. It is deadly. It is way more common than we think. She's been in and out of the hospital for the last Kelsey has been in and out of the hospital for the last few months due to serious gallbladder and liver issues. Unrelated though to TSS. Um, Oh, so she's she's got a litany of problems. She also suffers from endometriosis, which is like inflammation of the uh, inside of the uterus. Um, So that sounds rough. So she's uh, busy uh, uh, saying, all right, look, we got to be aware of this. I've been in and out of the hospital five times in the last two months for severe cramping and pain. It was discovered I had gallstones and then my gallbladder collapsed. My liver also shows signs of irritation. I was awaiting for surgery and under test. And one day I went to the bathroom and I felt something plonk out of me. I thought it was just another blood clot, which happens to me a lot. Oh boy! But it was an old tampon. I was absolutely shocked. I couldn't believe it. I'm not sure how long it had been inside of me, but it must have been at least six weeks ago, as that is when my last period was. When my menstrual cycle is very, uh, my menstrual cycle is very irregular. So somehow she fucked it up and didn't take the thing out. She says she has no idea how she forgot to take it out, but believes it was due to a combination of stress and her disrupted routine that occurred while in the hospital. I can I can I can see that. I can actually see that. Uh docs exposed realized that she had a TSS. It was very much a you're very lucky you're not dead scenario, she revealed. Um, And she's like, all right, I'm just thankful I found it. She's now back at home. It's a very serious thing. I was reading somewhere that toxic shock can actually cause you to have crispy R's.
1: Cars. Christmas. Incredible. New York. Come to Oregon. Come here. Temperature. Algorithms. Incredible. Four crust. Cripple.
0: That. If you have a, a tampon in there and you suffer from toxic shock, words like cripple will come out as cripple or algorithm. Come to Oregon. Uh, crispy R's is what you will get. Cars. Christmas is incredible. New York. Do you have crispy R's? She has. That's what that is. A crispy R. I am Creaming my jeans at my crispy r's.
1: Come to Oregon. Come here. Temperature algorithms are
0: incredible. This because this happened because she left a tampon in her.
1: For crust cripple.
0: It's all true. I wonder if there's something to the uh, to toxic shock, a side effect where you make like weird screechy noises and laughs and. And, and creaks and croaks.
1: That's <laughs> so expensive. Yeah. I looked it up. I was like, "Brave here <laughs> Remember what though? <laughs> Jesus. Haven't seen it. <laughs> it was a little obnoxious. That's so expensive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All side effects of toxic shock syndrome.
1: I'm a raisin. <laughs> I'm Kelly and uh, Taylor Tomlinson is by far one of the best comedians of all time ever
0: (laughs) Brandis says stop I hate this so much Tyler says another side effect craps it's true Kyle says boner is gone now. Thanks, Kelly Cheese.
1: (laughs) Cars. Christmas. Incredible. New York. Come to Oregon. Come here. Temperature algorithms. Incredible. For crust cripple.
0: She is the crispy R queen. I've never heard anyone with Rs more crispy. Than our beloved Kelly. And thank God she's okay. I mean, that would have been awful. If uh, the toxic shock did worse than just give her crispy R's. Ladies and gentlemen, we have our first appearance by one John Domingo. We are five days away from the fat fuck summit where John and I will uh, podcast together and I don't even know how this will proceed, but I'm excited about it. As you know, John is the grizzly bear and he's going to tear into me. Someone suggested John, um, you had said, oh, yeah, hey, yo, you you bully Amanda and you bully Kenny. Remember that time when you bullied Kenny? I think Kenny does. Kenny, what was it that John said about you? It was, it was real ugly. It was very ugly, uh, some of the discussion that was going on. I mean, John is the, uh, he's one of the, the, the true uh, legends. He is the Babe Ruth of uh, a pot calling Kettle Black. Admits nothing. Never admits any, that he's done anything wrong. I don't know how you, like, uh, oh, you made a suicide joke. Yeah, sure, that's not bullying. Yeah, that's okay. I wouldn't have admitted it. The Babe Ruth of hypocrisy, Tyler refers to you. I, I, I don't think you can accuse me of bullying Kenny. Oh, the joke wasn't about Kenny. I see. I see. You made a suicide joke. Kenny got pissed. I see. All right. I, thought, I thought you had, like, bullied Kenny. <clears throat> I don't know. I barely remember anything. Uh, Brand is not a fan. She says, of course, he made a, su- a suicide joke. Tyler says, just another lie from Eric. Add it to the fraud list. John says, I can and I did accuse you of bullying. Well, yes, I agree with you, you did. You did accuse me of bullying. We can agree with that. Uh all right. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the asshole of the day. Asshole of the day. The asshole of the day. Yesterday was Enrique Tarrio. uh, The proud boys bitch who got 22 big years. Again, I love when those guys, uh, how how much of pussies they turn into when they're finally facing the music. (coughs) That was a a highlight. Made me very, very happy. I'm so happy. That these uh, that these scumbags are being brought to justice on uh, regular interval. Uh, we talked about the fraudulent fatties. Easy your French fry making machine tomorrow. We uh, talked a bit about yesterday with the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast and who are these free beers that was always it's always a good time. We had a big brawl at McDonald's. Oh my God. That was something. Dave Portnoy, an update on Dave Portnoy and the um, um, what do you call it? Pizza Joy, Dragon Pizza. Somebody could have been an asshole there. We had Kyle from Dumpster Divers. I don't have anybody really standing out as an old man, as an uh, as an asshole. Maybe it was Kyle suggesting that the old man is what I wanted to say that he talked to was the asshole today. Um, let's see. John says, referring to, uh, what do you call it? Proud Boys guy getting 22 years justice. He wasn't even in DC. That's justice. That's authoritarianism. It'll be overturned on appeal. I don't think you can define authoritarianism. I know I can't. I, I'm guessing you heard Tucker Carlson say that you have 30 seconds to define authoritarianism without using Google go I don't think you know what that means similar to like I don't think you know what narcissism means remember you're underinformed And then Linda, John is so easily defeated whenever he has a point. Linda says, Charles Manson wasn't present at those murders, but he went to prison. You don't know what narcissist means. You don't know what doxing is. And I'll bet you a hundred dollars. You don't know what authoritarianism is. I don't, I know I don't, and I know I'm smarter than you. And what do you think about Linda's point? You said, he wasn't there. Yo, he shouldn't be in jail. And then Linda, I mean, fucking game, set, match, checkmate, you dipshit. Yo, it's when you use the justice system to attack your political enemies. Ryan writes the enforcement or advocacy of strict obedience to authority at the expense of personal freedom. Quote, he warned against the intrusion of authoritarianism in various countries End quote, lack of concern for the wishes or opinions of others. Quote, in his authoritarianism, he displayed disrespect for the culture he works in. That sounds like you, John. Yeah, I I don't think yours is correct. I think you make things up as you go. And I like how Linda's suggestion that Charles Manson wasn't present at his crimes. And he was convicted of murder. And you wrote apples and oranges. No. Well, it's different crimes. But... He absolutely was in charge of orchestrating the whole thing and encouraged them to do it. It's the same fucking thing. And whenever a person like a dumbass like John has easily been dismantled with a perfect argument that Linda just made, apples and oranges, that's a a fucking saying that people say when they're wrong. Apples and oranges. Ah, but it's apples and oranges. Aram says the Boomer Bunker just repeats what pundits say. Oh, I know. Everybody knows that. Uh, Another fantastic point. Osama bin Laden wasn't on the planes. He wasn't even in the country. (laughs) John, this is too easy for these people. They're destroying you. Chris says, Eric, stop doxing him. Hey, yo, that's doxing. The grizzly bear is dismantled by people in comments in the chat. John thinks Charles Manson was innocent. John thinks Bin Laden was innocent too. John, I don't really have to do a whole lot of work here. These people really have an easy time. Uh, destroying you, its just, it's kind of embarrassing. Another excuse. I was on the phone. You always have excuses when people humiliate you. Okay, so now we got another example. Was Hitler present at all of the Nazi crimes? So now we got that one. You got the Bin Laden example. You got the Manson example, all based on you saying he couldn't be guilty because he wasn't in D.C. (laughs) John says, yo, your chat doesn't know the facts. Oh, please regale us. He says, like you, they are dumb. Okay. Apples and oranges. Checkmate, Eric Zane. Apples and oranges. Checkmate. I'm on the phone. Okay, John, you're going to have to, um, I think you're going into our matchup as an underdog. I know you call yourself the grizzly bear and you puff, puff yourself up, but I don't know, John, I think, I think you're doing a pretty, uh, horrible job of trying to, uh, Make a case for uh, whatever his name was. Tarek Tarek, the fucking Proud Boys fucker. But whatever. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I actually wouldn't have been able to come up with the examples that they made. I probably would have a harder time. Sometimes you say so many things that are so flabbergasting that I don't even have time to think. Um, I'm getting it. You have, uh, you've done something, John. In, in the last three minutes of the show, you've made yourself the asshole of the day for the second time in a week. Wow. Aram says you have to practice debating. Brandis says he loves it. Well, that's, you know, I got to keep, I got to stay true to my roots. Aram suggests you talk to people who only agree with you. Um, he would probably suggest that I do the same, but that's not true. It's not true at all. I know a number of you that don't agree with me on a lot of the things I say. All right. Um, thank you, folks. I appreciate you for being part of this and uh, making it go round in my world. I'll be on Patreon where you can sign up for free to all the fraudulent, fatty bugs. Will you please not eat like an asshole today? And would you please go out and take a walk? Would you stop getting in your own head and getting in your own way? Keep it simple. Thank you. Till next time. Bye-bye.